These days, everybody's branching off from looking for jobs to creating jobs for themselves. An increasing number of young people are deciding to invest their time, energy, and funds into creating something for themselves that will be a good source of income and legacy for them to be proud of. Today, we'll be talking to a budding entrepreneur. We'll hear some stories, laugh, just and learn what it's really like to be a young entrepreneur in a country like Nigeria. I will be your host, Wonola Salaw. Can just introduce yourself to our listeners and describe what your business is about. Okay, um, my name is Wetanu Obi and I am the co-owner and CEO of W's Bake Shop. And we are basically just a... I would say a small scale bakery in Lagos. And we just, you know, we su- um, supply cakes, pastries, and just regular stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, that should be it. <laughs> well, there's also one very unique, you know, thing that you did not mention. Um, yeah, you're students, right? Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, am. <laughs> I am a student, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, what are you currently studying and where? Uh, chemical Engineering, University wow. of Lagos. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Tiring. I don't know. Because, it, it, you know, it's a lot. Engineering and baking. I don't know. I, I don't see the connection. <laughs> it's yeah, very, there really it's isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, okay, how did you... Okay, well, let me just... Let me, let me go. Let me go with, you know what I practiced earlier because I'm trying to um, divert right now but don't let me go there. I will still ask my questions. Okay. <laughs> so, first of all, I can personally, like I said earlier before um, um, we started this um, recording, that I can I've gotten your cakes before and I know how good they are. And, uh, and I bought a few with my friends for my birthday, for their birthday and all that. Mm. And I've always wondered how did you get into this baking thing? Um, because like I, I've gotten a brief, you know, I know a bit about you before mm-hmm. we even um, invited you to to speak on the podcast, and you know, I don't want to share what I know, but I would like mm-hmm. to know, get hear from you, like how did you get into it, like when, how, okay. what brought okay. about still thing, yeah. Um, I started baking when I was eight years old. It was, yeah, it was pretty early, but commercially, not till I was about 16. Um, What made me like baking? I don't know. I think it was a TV show, I think, on BBC Food (laughs) or something. But something got me interested and, you know, slowly it became something I was good at and something I liked doing. So that's how it started. Commercially speaking, uh, well, I needed money, (laughs) for being honest. I wanted money, and I had a skill, so we just said, why not? So how many years has your business been running now? Because I know I I said I I bought your cake around 2016, so that's a pretty long time already. But, you know... Starting up, how many years from now to, to back then? Um, okay, um, the business started by my sister and I. It started about six years ago, if I'm mm. being, am I correct? Yeah, six years, it should be. And it was originally, fun fact, it was originally called Big Shop Cupcakes. Because that was supposed to be all we're going to sell, cupcakes. 
<laughs> and you know that fell through, and we just started doing everything else. Yeah. Yeah. How how was it at the beginning? Like I want to like I really want to you know see the whole thing through your eyes. Um, like when did you start? Was it when you entered uni, and what was it like when you started? Okay. Uh, what was your experience with um you know family support, money funding? And how did you even think it was going to be a good idea? <laughs> well, whenever anybody does anything business related in Lagos, I don't think, like, I think we're all just winging it to some extent, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but um, okay. we started when I was about to enter university, I think, yes. Um, I did the Unilag <clears throat> entrance exam, yeah. But I was too young by a month to enter through um, UTME. So I had to go through a diploma. Mm. Mm. So between that time, there was a bit of a break and I was, you know, wondering, okay, what was I going to do with my time during this? And basically we just, you know, started selling one box of cupcakes at the time. And I guess from there, it's just, it skyrocketed. And we had a vague business plan, but really it was just stuff happened <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in a very yeah. good way. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I don't know much about chemical engineering, but I have a friend who is studying chemical engineering. Uh-huh. And, you know, she's always swamped. She's always busy. She's yeah. always, you know, having a hard time yeah. finding time. <laughs> yeah. So how do you, you juggle owning a baking business and I'm assuming here, please correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. you do most of the baking. How do you manage it? How do you manage the time to run a business like that and school assignments, projects, things like that? Especially cons- considering that your I mean all courses are, you know, time intensive and all, but mm-hmm. I know that engineering in particular it's a bit tough. Yeah. It is. How how do you do that? Well at first because in the beginning it was mostly um, production on my end because we didn't have employees by then at first it was extremely difficult we never had time (laughs) for anything um our typical day would be from 6 a.m to about 3 a.m because we would have to work through the night into the morning sleep for a few hours and start the day again so it was very difficult at first but you know, it's a business with money. And if, if it's something you like, you will have to find time, <laughs> no matter what. I'm balancing yeah. that with school. I would say school at the beginning of the business took a bit of a, forgive me, but it took a bit of a backseat. I just, I kept trying to pull through, pull through, pull through. But once we started getting employees, the workload got easier. So school got better. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. I have this question. Um, like you mentioned employees. Uh-huh. Um, how have you? How have it? Has it been for you being a young guy managing mm-hmm. employees? I'm very sure some of them are, you know, a bit older than you. Now, considering the old cultural um environment of Nigeria, how has it been? You know, and I'm, you know, you don't have um, like, how has it been coping? If you, sorry, forgive me. I'm just really, 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 really curious about the whole process. Okay. Uh, hmm. It's been interesting. 
being a young person, I, I I was definitely the youngest in any meeting I was in. So it was a bit odd to me to deal with people older than me most of the time. Yeah. But I mean, over time, you, you get accustomed to it or you, you have to, especially when dealing with staff, because you need, you need, um, what do you call it? An, an element of strength. I think if that's the right word, mm-hmm. you need yeah, you need your presence. So over time, you have to get used to it. Hmm. And yeah, so you mentioned your sister a few times now. Mm-hmm. Um, was she? Uh, oh, like apart aside from your sister, was she very support? I assume she was very supportive because you've mentioned that a few times. Yeah. Um, she and did she play like a really major role in starting the business for you? Yeah, and aside from your sister, did any of other um, part of your family help? You know, was there any kickback against you starting? You know, did you have just kind of experiences? Okay, um, my sister was a very major role. In fact, we handle running the business. We handle it very equally. She does most of the books, you know, the logistics, the accounting. While I focus a lot more on the creative direction and production-wise and all that. So very early on, we decided that we were going to tag team this and go through it together, every single thing. But from family members, I would say my parents, they were a bit skeptical when I first started because they they didn't really want me to be distracted from school, which I understand. Mm So they were a bit critical at first, but after some time, you know, it's you realize that it's your life, not theirs. So they will yeah. find a way to make space, and they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's this um thing when I was in school, mm-hmm. um, um, a very popular. I don't know if it's a saying or something we always just said. I said once you start making money as a student, your own you will not really bother about school again, right? Because you're okay. already making money. You're sort of, like, like you said, it's not even about time now. You just lose focus because you're already making money, right? You don't okay. think school is as important. Um, how did that play out for you? I'm not talking about in, in, in about time. I'm talking about money. Okay. Were you distracted by, at any point in time, do you think, I believe this business can go big. What's the old school thing about? Let me just, maybe I should just even just focus on my business. <laughs> <laughs> did you think that? And if you did think that, um, um, what made you change your mind and just keep on going to school? Uh, well, with the engineering degree, it was something that I'm not going to lie here. My mother really wanted an engineer. So, you know, this is, this is one of those finish school and give your degree to your parents type things. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, all the time, especially in the school I am in, during the course I am doing, all the time, I was always exhausted and saying, what's the point? I have a job, you know, I don't need this. But if you speak realistically, you can't quit school (laughs) and you can't quit your job either so as much as I complained and I was frustrated I knew that at the back of my mind I couldn't do any of those things so I had to just keep pushing so that's what I did 
Okay. I admire your resilience. Yeah, it takes a certain <laughs> amount of discipline. <laughs> and, I, and I really, 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 like, I really understand the, um, how would I say it, having, how would I say, people might say it's detrimental. Some people might say it as detrimental. But mm. I personally appreciate the effort of, or the fear of your parents. Not fear. I think fear is, is the wrong word. But uh-huh. the respect for your parents in gaining an education, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we... Sorry if I'm going to show some. Sometimes we um, we want to do our own things. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to go to school. Some people are maybe successful at, you know... Like you're very successful with your breakshop and everything. But one of the things that kept you grounded was the fact that you know your parents wanted that degree. And it's, it would be very important to them. I don't... Personally, I I appreciate that, mm-hmm. and I think that's a good thing. It's not even about your parents controlling your life or anything. It's that the fact that you know that you have to have a balanced life, or you, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm right, but you're right, yeah, yeah. If it's like um, I particularly my mom, my I have a parent who you know is very open-minded to me trying things. I tried school. I had the opportunity to try a lot of things, right? Uh-huh. She never, you know, went against it. But the fact that she gave me that ability and that chance made me know that even though she was giving me that ability and that chance, it does not mean that I have to, I should um, let my academics suffer because. The reason why she's giving me that chance is because my academics is not suffering. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm making sense. No, so are. yeah, that mm-hmm. balance, that balance, I appreciated that I had it from her. Some people might see it as punishment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my parents did not let me focus very well on my music. They wanted me to go to school by fire by force, and that's why I'm not a you know great musician today. <laughs> you know, something. I feel like sometimes um especially in the nigerian climate in our culture and how we take education so seriously if you have the ability to have an education mm-hmm. i feel like if you also have another passion or something you want to do on the side mm-hmm. find a balance you don't have to quit one for one it's it's just it will make your life harder but at the same time to make your life will be sweeter for it that's true i mean examples of people like faust is a lawyer is a musician if law fails tomorrow, if music fails tomorrow, he can pick up his, you know, refresh his career path and just go back. Exactly. Not necessarily saying it's a fail, but it's always good to be, you know, it's just, me, yeah, just a safety pin in my own Yeah, opinion. it's good to have it. It is. Yeah. Okay, so back to you. I went a little track, but your point was very, uh, it was very, very smart points from my perspective. Okay. Okay, so I know many like many entrepreneurs, especially in this climate of internet and trending social media things, how mm. do you handle this particular phase to give away now? Oh you know your friends your friends you know you have like you know uh-uh, give me cake now, do give away now, give me free stuff, that kind of thing. How do you but do you ever have that problem with your friends? Like people around you, close friends. And how do you manage it? Well, the, I, I, I don't think I've ever deeply had that issue with anyone around me. I've, I'm lucky that my friends were very supportive, even from the beginning, when we first started out. So, you know, they would pay, you know, even pay for delivery, pay for all this and that, just to, you know, support the brand and everything. But, I mean, if you have friends from time to time, if you can, I'm not saying you must, but if you can, just, you know, once in a while, 
maybe a cupcake mm-hmm. or a shirt, something. Do, I actually do give away. Just <laughs> show love, but once in a while, not every day, please. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So let's go to the entrepreneurship aspect of your business. How, from your your opinion, what are some of the biggest issues you faced as an entrepreneur, as a young entrepreneur, to be quite specific? Biggest issues I faced. Yeah. Okay, Nigeria, but that's yeah. that's quite general. Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> um, <Nigeria>. <laughs> <laughs> prices especially market prices, they go up, down, up, down, but more specifically up, up, up most of the time. So you have to just constantly be changing with that. Um, Social media, well, that's not really that much of a problem. The thing about social media is that it's all trends. And as a person that markets stuff on social media, the only thing you have to do is to stay on top of it find out what trends you can jump on and what trends you just leave mm. alone, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that's all, really. And just keep working, because it's going to be hard. <laughs> Most days, it's going mm. to be what about, hard. What about customer-wise, financially, uh, you know? Has it been, I'm not going to, um, let's say, has it been like a smooth ride? It's never been a smooth ride, but uh, well, everything in life, you know, when you're doing something, it's going to have some resistance in some aspects. So let's say with customers or when you're dealing with your financials, that even though there are bumps or there are things that don't add up, or maybe there are months where you aren't selling as much, the only thing you have to focus on is just how to keep pushing along because especially in lagos in life you are going to get knocked down very many times in your business and what yeah yeah, what keeps your business brand alive you know obviously is you have to get up every time if nepal takes light get up put on your gen and keep going if the foil is too high do something around it and keep going just as much as you can really so off the top of your head just give us like a funny story about your business running your business and blasting into a school just give us you know, like <laughs> okay <laughs> funny story funny story mm. okay one day i had a test in school like a yeah. really big continuous assessment type test and you know i was on my way to school i was late and they needed to make three deliveries in school and the delivery guys were already you know, gone, spread out. So I had to make them myself. Three deliveries in Unilag. My test is in, say, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> I didn't end up meeting that test <laughs> because uh-huh. as I was delivering one cupcake, as the customer carried it, it fell. So <laughs> I pick it up, take it back, they get a new one, come back. Just the whole day was just haphazard. You know, I stayed in the car. I was at the steering wheel. I was just staring outside, you know, watching the day pass me by (laughs) because there was nothing else I could do. My test had finished. I didn't write it. My day was done. So I remember just thinking that, wow, you know, is this this really all life is? Is this all I'm going to be doing? Missing tests? But next day, I wrote another test. What kept going? School kept going. So (laughs) he comes and goes. 
Yeah. So, um, how do you, because definitely from the conversation we've uh, had, we're having right now, I see that most of the time, um, your you kind of school sort of um takes a back seat, yeah, a back seat. Uh-huh. Um, how do you manage your grades? My grades, something you just, you just, yeah, how do you manage it? Uh, well, if I'm being honest, most times for me to, because I've had this situation a lot, for me to, you know, understand, you know, and get my notes, do my um, quizzes and tests, I have to, looking for the right word, um, just in phrasing, go the extra mile. So I have to meet up with people after class, I have to come really early on some days, or I have to study really late into the night. Basically, I never process, you know, my academic things at the same rates as maybe my peers or my course mates. And although it might be frustrating sometimes, it's something that has to be done. And I'm thankful to the people in my class that, you know, they help or explain or help me write this or sign that. So, you know, yeah. Like from the conversation I'm having with you right now, mm-hmm. I, I feel like um, doing what you do and your your business and your school, it takes someone with a lot of um self discipline. Definitely. And self discipline, and um, you know how I say it, not just discipline. You have to be very um time conscious and aware of what needs to be done and when it needs to be done. I think that's just basically explaining self discipline. <laughs> Well, um, it's, um, have you always been that disciplined or, you know, just something you just felt you had to learn? Uh, was there any point in this business and school that you just sat down and you're like, okay, if I don't, if I don't, if I'm not disciplined, if I'm not arranged, if I'm not coordinated, I feel like I'm going to crash. <laughs> was there any, I, I mean, because, uh, Yeah. Well, <laughs> all the time, <laughs> but um, yeah, all the time, yeah. But um, when the business started, you know, um, working like that, like having <laughs> such a phys- physically demanding job, you sort of grow into the person it requires you to be. Is there any advice you would like to give an entrepreneur or a you know, an undergraduate like you that is, you know, about to enter into a particular entrepreneurial venture or is already, has already started and, uh-huh. you know, it basically has the template of your situation going on in their own life. <laughs> What's the biggest advice or advices you can give to them about, you know, survival, how to manage and things like that? Okay. Uh, if you, okay, whoever is listening, if you're um, doing your branding work or your entrepreneurship work on social media, um, packaging and content is very crucial. Mm. Um, I am sorry, my brain keeps going. <laughs> um, especially at the beginning, we put quite a priority on what our things looked like, not just the cakes, but the boxing, the page, the pictures, you know, everything that we did. We made sure that to the best of our ability, it was as of a high quality, of the highest quality we could. So if you would notice on our Instagram page, our pictures are very clear. We focus a lot on detail, on background, because in this day and age, what most people look at, first of all, is how you look. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. how your page looks, how your stuff looks from afar before they start getting up close. And then I think maybe that's just like stage one. Then the deeper stage, stage two, is make sure that to the best of your ability, your work is as of a high quality, of the highest quality possible, really. You have to make sure that what you're pushing out is what you can stand behind, what you know is good, what you like, because if you're not making what you like, then you won't really want to make it for a while. So you have to make what you like and what is perfect in your eyes and then put it out to the world. And don't matter or think about if people patronize you at the beginning. At first, I can testify, it was very slow. <laughs> and very, very slow, I won't lie. But just keep going. Something will happen. You'll get one contract job or somebody will recommend you to somebody. You'll start getting a yearly job or a monthly job. And things will sort out. Things will always sort out. You'll be fine. <laughs> Thank you so much for, you know, making out the time. I know you are very busy and I've enjoyed this um, chat with you and getting to know you and your company and how you started better. Thank you. It was very insightful. (laughs) Got a few things from this and, you know, as time goes by, though, I have to say this, um, there might be some questions rolling in that I will have to forward to you and I might Mm -hmm. need some responses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like, thank you so much. I appreciate your time, your answers and this conversation. So have a great day. Yeah. All right. Have a great day and a great week. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. We really appreciate your presence and for staying up with us up to this point. If you would like to see more content from 20s Fusion, check out our Instagram page at 20s Fusion as well as our Twitter at 20s Fusion. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, stay blessed and stay safe.